It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. And I wanted to have a, I wanted to lay something on you real quick. Um, and what I want to talk about here is, you know, being black in America, um, we are raised and conditioned so, so well, you know, um, to be a certain way and have a certain programmed way of thinking, which usually leads us into um, constant blaming, victimhood, um, and fear. And I just, you know, have been sitting here really thinking to myself, because I know some black people like this, bro. And I'm going to break that down in a second. What would it be like? What? Who would I be? Ask yourself this serious question for all my, you know, I hate to use this word, but for a lack of better terms, woke black people, right? People who are in tune, who know what's up, right? Who do you think you would be? How do you think you would deal with situations like how, like, you know, yeah, I guess that's the two main things. Who do you think you would be? What would be your identity? How would you deal with certain situations if you weren't raised being told things like you have three strikes against you? And that's what black young black boys hear sometimes from our own parents. And I get it. They, they meant that in, in to warn us. But do you know that something like that does to a kid psychologically? It makes him feel like he's already casted out. Now, don't let him be a kid that's going through, you know, traumatic things at home as far as like usually with the parents, you know, like a broken home. He comes from a broken home or and slash or don't let him be somebody in an impoverished community because that puts him on 20. That puts the the effort mode, you know, the F-U-C-K mode on 20. You see what I'm saying? And 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 it will cause him to lash out because he looked at it like. I mean, why, what am I fighting for? They already have three tracks against me anyway. I don't stand a chance out here. You see what I'm saying? I mean, what, what type of person would you be like if you didn't hear about things like affirmative action? If you didn't hear about, I thought I'd turn this off. If you didn't hear about things like the Ku Klux Klan or, you know, Jim Crow or Willie Lynch or, you know, like, you know, or, or about the police and what would your, you know, what, cause when I, you know, when I've been pulled over in the past, you know, saying my heart starts to beat, you know, I start to have bad anxiety. You know, do I what would I still have those things? You know what I'm saying? If um if if I wasn't taught the things I taught and saw the things I saw, cause my dad told me from an early age, way before I ever seen any videos of black boys being killed, you know, you're you're black and you're a you're a man. You know, when you get older, you you better avoid police as much as you can. You know what I'm saying? Because they have it out for you more than anyone else. You know what I'm saying? So, you 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 know like like we are we are like I'm trying to get this out. A lot of a lot. Of, let's. I'm gonna just say this. Let me just start by saying this. A lot of black people, the you know, especially like in cities like Atlanta, where you know, if you're black and you live in a black community, I don't know about other cities, but here, it's black. I mean, everything is black. Your neighbors are black. Your teachers are black. The principal is black. The police are black. The sheriff is black. The judge is black. The DA is black. Your lawyer is black. The people at the grocery store is black. Everybody is black. When you, live, you know what I'm saying? Like, but sometimes when you talk to, when, when I talk to my friends who grew up in areas like that, like they literally grew up there, like they never left. You know what I'm saying? And then they shit, probably if they did go to college and went to Clark Atlanta or some shit like that or Morehouse. Like when I talk to those type of kids, they talk about racism more than anyone else. And you know, I in the in my more recent years, 
I've been calling them out. I'm like, bro, so like, have you ever experienced any of the shit you're talking about? Because like, like if I just had to assume, you don't even know any white people. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't have any interaction with white people. Like, I know white people pretty well because I grew up with them. You see what I'm saying? Like, I grew up with them and black people, both sides of the fence. But I know way more white kids than the average black kid does. You know what I'm saying? I know how they think. I know how they operate. I know how grimy they can be. You know what I'm saying? I know how privileged they can be and how sometimes they use their privilege for good how sometimes they use their privilege for bad. Like, you know, all this stuff about white privilege. Half of y'all, y'all hear about this shit on the internet. More than half of the things that black people are so hung up on, they've never experienced. Let's just call it for what it is. They've never experienced it. And the odds of them ever experiencing it, based on the patterns I see in their lives, they'll probably never experience it. They'll probably never make it to the plateau necessary to experience it. Because they, 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 they're vibrating low frequency anyway. You know what I'm saying? Where white people don't even hang out there. They only date white black people. They only, you know, go to places that black people be at. And not even just all kinds of black people. We're talking just straight hood or ghetto black people. So then they'll probably never really experience that anyway. You know what I'm saying? They're more likely to get tried up by a black cop, depending on where they live in America, than they are a white cop. You know what I'm saying? If they ever get killed by a cop, it'll probably be a black cop killing them. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, like these things that we hear in our music, in our movies, in our books, in our schools, in our homes, you know, the conversations we used to grow up having, and even in elementary school at the lunch table, we were having deep conversations like this one. I mean, from a childish perspective, with less depth in our voice, obviously, you know, it probably sounded like, and did you know that there was a Ku Klux Klan? So you think you know everything. Like it probably sounded more like that. But we were, in my school, we were having that. At Pine Ridge Elementary School um, in Stone Mountain, Georgia, which was an all black school. Our mascot was the Black Panther. We used to have Black History Bowls every year. Yeah, we was, trust me, we was, we was being indoctrined. We were having these conversations. We were encouraged to have these conversations. When the teachers walked by here, they would join in or stuff like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to understand that's how, that's where, that's my foundation. You know what I'm saying? Elementary school, my last three years of elementary school, I did that at Pine Ridge. My first three years of elementary school, uh, okay, so here's what, here's how it really happened. I went to kindergarten on my my first day of kindergarten. I'll never, I'll never forget it. I went to Pine Ridge because Pine Ridge was in my up the street from where we live in Stone Mountain. You know, Stone Mountain, you know, Stone Mountain's a very important part of Georgia's history. Um, because it was like, it's, you know how they talk about gentrification now? White people and, and gays and just liberals moving into black communities and shit like that. Well, it was basically that, but the opposite. It was black people moving into white people's communities. And these were black people who went to college these were, this is, you know, I, I don't know if it was the first, but it was definitely, it's definitely a major middle-class black area. I, I take you to certain neighborhoods of Stone Mountain, based on what some of y'all were taught growing up and what some of y'all have seen in y'all cities in America. If I took you to certain neighborhoods, y'all would think that they were white. And then I promise you, I'll stop in front of any random house. You go knock on that door and it's going to be a black person opening it. And they'll tell you, oh, I've been living here for 20 years now, 15 years now. Around the time my, my parents moved to Stone Mountain, that was a time when black people were coming in heavy to Stone Mountain. Stone Mountain, just to give you a little history background, was once clan land. Literally, it was once clan land. 
literally Stone Mountain Park, the actual Stone Mountain that the whole city is like basically surrounded by this whole area was built by like Confederate people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Confederate soldiers. Like, it, 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 I, I can't wait to really get in my bag one day if somebody doesn't do it first and do like a movie or a documentary about Stone Mountain. Maybe probably a documentary. I think America, black America needs to see this because I think in a lot of inner cities, they've never seen something like this before. They're probably starting to see it a little bit more now, but they've never seen it before. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it, you know, these are black people. And that's why people say Atlanta is Wakanda. These are black people because it's not just Stone Mountain. There's other places too, but Stone Mountain was such a big thing. And I didn't even notice when I was, when I, I mean, I knew, I knew it a little bit when I was a kid. I was told about it. But as I got older, I heard even more, you know what I'm saying? Um, but made Stone Mountain the biggest thing to, to see black people moving into because it was once the Klan land. It was once don't go over there. Like if you're going to go, and you, you got to understand, it's like, it's, it, it's Stone Mountain is Atlanta technically, but it's not like it's it's miles away from like downtown. You see what I'm saying? Like like Stone Mountain is in DeKalb County, damn near almost close to like Rockdale County. You know, it borders Gwinnett County. You understand what I'm saying? So, um, you know, just for anybody out there, do as much research as you possibly can on Stone Mountain. And you'll see the foundation. But anyways, like. I just really wonder, like, what kind of person would I be? What hangups would I have? Like, how would I, how would I deal with loss? How would I deal with, you know, taking a loss? You know, um, when you don't have any Willie Lynch or Jim Crow or systematic racism or systematic oppression or any of these other terms, you know, racism, prejudice, discrimination to depend on and, and lean on, and you have to only sit there and deal with yourself. Now, I know some of y'all thinking, well, these things, Tommy, go beyond us, right? And they actually do exist. And I would agree. However, just imagine if you didn't, if you didn't even know about those things, you only had to look at yourself. You only had to look at the decisions and choices that you made that led up to this loss or whatever you're going through at that time. You couldn't just say, oh, well, you know, man, if I wasn't black, I bet I would have got up in there. You know what I'm saying? You can't even do that. You know, and I, and I battle with this because I wonder sometimes to myself, if I had children, would I want to raise them up in bliss or in this depressing ass rabbit hole of knowledge? I know black kids who when they hear when they hear other black kids talk, it's not that they dismiss what they're saying, but it's almost like a foreign language because they were never told that and taught that growing up. They always grew up middle class or better, you know. Um, cause that, that we have to stop talking about the hood as much in the ghetto. Cause it's a lot of black people that don't, don't, don't grow up like that no more, bro. This is not the seventies. This is not even the nineties. We're in the two thousands. It's a lot of black people that are my age, a little bit younger, maybe fully younger, or even a little bit older who have never lived in the ghetto. They've never been hungry. They've never seen rats and cockroaches and piss in the hallways or none of that shit. They've never even, like, that shit is foreign to them, just like it's foreign to some white kids. And then you got some white kids now growing up poor as shit. So, you know, we can't look at people like that no more. But anyways, I have black friends who, like, they, I had to explain things to them that I thought that they would just know. Because, I mean, it, I was taught this in school. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the white schools, too. Like, we were taught this in the school. This is just a part of American history. It's just they really didn't understand and I, I looking back at it now I kind of feel bad because some of those black kids are now running around all willy-nilly 
like I ain't gonna say no names, but some of them are now, you know, on the activist tip. And it's like, and I know some of y'all said, well, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. It's just that they were once living very peaceful, blissful lives. You see, the beautiful thing about the story of Adam and Eve is, you know, at one point they were living blissfully. Satan wanted them to know so freaking much. You see what I'm saying? God was trying to protect them. He said, look, you don't have to know those things. I know those things. You don't have to know those things at all. Because once you know those things, you're going to be messed up in the head forever. You're going to die. So just run through the grass and enjoy the sun and play with animals and eat fruits and vegetables all day and love each other and have fun. Play hide and go seek or something. Why do you think kids are so loving? They don't know anything yet. We become who we are as we start to learn more about life. That's when we become these depressed as anxiety having that. Kids are they just they don't even see color. None of that, right? You know how kids they 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 love fat people, skinny people. They treat everybody so nice. Because they're in bliss. Like really imagine like I really I really debate because I have the knowledge. I really do. I really do. I may not talk about it that much on here, but trust me, I'm I'm in there. Okay, I'm right. Even as I'm speaking, matter of fact, I'm looking at a, um, excuse me, a dresser, my bad, a dresser full of books. You see what I'm saying? Like the Bible that I grew up reading has a picture of black Jesus on it. I'm holding it right now. This is this Bible that I'm holding in my hand. Um, this was the first Bible ever given to me from my uncle, uh, Donovan, and my auntie Asia on my sixth birthday on, in 1999. And it has a picture of black Jesus on it. And then and, and all throughout the book, all the pictures in the book are black people. So like the picture of Noah, he's black. The picture and it, it even talks about like right here, it talks about um Queen of Sheba, um, Cush is Ethiopia, you know what I'm saying? So I was I was being indoctrinated before I even knew. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm just saying simple stuff like that. I used to win the Black History Bowl every year. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know a lot. I've been knowing a lot, though. Like, I've been, like, a lot of stuff people are like, yeah, man, I just learned this other day. I'm like, dude, and I don't like to brag about it or try to shit on people who I'm glad you finally know about it. But I'm like, dude, I, I learned about that when I was, like, maybe 11 years old. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe shit, honestly. I just said 11, truthfully. I wasn't even 11 in elementary school. I was really, like, maybe, like, eight like seven, eight, like straight up. Like, I ain't gonna lie to you. My dad taught me a lot of stuff, you know what I'm saying? And then I I would always, I, I was a reader. I like to read. I like to study. I like to learn things like that. So I was always on the black history. I've been black my whole life. I've been woke my whole life. But I know kids who grew up blissfully, you know what I'm saying? Like they grew up not having to hear about systematic racism and oppression and Willie Lynch and Jim Crow or none of that. Like, my sister don't know that. She don't know nothing about no damn, you know, Jim Crow or no Willie Lynch or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and she grew up in the same house as me, but she she younger. You feel me? That her generation, they, they're a little bit more blissful. So they really get to be who they supposed to be. Like, they, they don't grow up on this, like, 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 you know, Huey from the Boondocks. Like, that's the type of shit niggas is on, like, to a certain extent. You see what I'm saying? Like, she get to grow up blissfully like the little the little black girl across the street uh, in the boondocks. What, what was Tom's daughter's name? Jasmine or something like that? 
You see what I'm saying? She's wait, what? What'd you say, Huey? No, you're lying. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, them folks be looking crazy when you try to talk to them. Because it's foreign. Their parents never talked to them about that shit. They, you know, they never read about, they just grew up reading fiction books and studying and, and stuff like that. They never really were taught all these depressing things. And it just really makes me wonder. It makes me curious. Like, who would some of us be? What would we hold on to? What would be our mask, our cover-up? What defense mechanisms would we be running around with? What insecurities would we have if, if black women weren't taught about European beauty standards or, you know, sitting and and Because a lot of them never thought about stuff like that. They never thought about, oh, well, why is all the girls on TV white? Every time somebody says somebody pretty is a white girl or why are all the Barbie dolls white? They didn't care that the Barbie doll was white. You know what I'm saying? Until they went on Instagram one day and somebody pointed it out. Now they care. You see what I'm saying? So it's like now we mad about shit that we weren't naturally mad about. We didn't give a fuck about it beforehand. You see what I'm saying? We were happy to see the Proud family. We were happy to see Everybody Hates Chris. We were happy with the Boondocks. We were happy with the few black shows we had. Now we want all, all, all the shows got to be black. You see what I'm saying? Because somebody told us that, though. You see what I'm saying? It's been put in your head. That's what I'm saying. A lot of black people are upset about shit that doesn't really even affect them. Like, they never dealt with it. It never bothered them before until somebody pointed it out. And some people could say, well, Tommy, that's, you know, you know, we're supposed to know about these things. And I, and I get that. But once again, that's the same thing the devil wanted us to think, bro, When in the Garden of Eden. You guys are supposed to know about this, that, and the third. You're supposed to know about murder and sex and, 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 and sin and stuff like that. That's the same. That's the same thing the devil wanted us to think like. You know, because once you get on this rabbit hole of wokeness, it, it, it just gets really deep. And you, at some point, you may get over it, but at some point, you will become depressed. And once you get so deep into it, it's either going to completely change and consume your life, or you're going to completely drop and become the biggest ignorant-looking nigga in the world because, like, you don't want to deal with it. It becomes too consuming. It will depress you. You understand what I'm saying? All you need to know is the basics and move off of that and understand who you are. All this, you know, slavery, like what? Like on some real shit, man. Like I'm breaking down to you like this, right? My dad's parents are from Jamaica. My mom is from Dominica. My mom's dad used to work with the prime. He was basically like almost secondhand man to the prime minister of Dominica, right? It's not Dominican Republic, Dominica. Dominica is not the Dominican Republic. It's an island in between Martinique and Guadeloupe in the West Indies, right? My roots go back to India on my mom's side, okay? That's where my people from. They're from, they're actually from India, okay? My dad's people are more than likely Benjam Benjam Benjaminites um, from the tribe of Benjamin, Israelite from Jamaica, okay? Which goes back to more so the Middle East. At the end of the day, I don't have American slave in my bloodline. I don't. I might even had Caribbean slave, which I heard they got it kind of worse, but we're not taught about them that much, right? We're taught about the, the what happens to the slaves right here in Georgia, what happens to the slaves in Mississippi, Alabama, Florida, Tennessee, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia. That's where we're taught about, right? So what you got to understand is that why did I have to know about that shit? That's not my history. I don't come from slavery. 
I just don't. And a lot of y'all don't either. If you just take the time to really just put the one plus one equals two. But for 15, 17 years, I really believed that. I had to decondition myself. Hearing When you're growing up, hearing that you come from slavery and y'all spent 300 odd years picking cotton and getting whipped and getting raped. Okay, that puts stuff in certain thinks, not thinks, excuse me, yes, thinks, man, my bad, thoughts in your head. It puts certain thinks in your head. It puts certain ways of, of dealing with things in your head. It puts certain excuses in your head. Until one day, some of us at least, we sit back and we realize our family didn't even come to America till the 70s. Our family was out in the Caribbean, Africa, Australia, Asia. You don't even have, some of y'all do. And I'm not looking down on you, I'm just saying, some of y'all do. Don't don't try to, you know. But, no. And then some of us, we don't even know that our people were here the whole time. You never, you, 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 you may think, oh, well, no, nah, Tommy, my family ain't from the Caribbean now. We were some American slaves. No, you don't know that, bro. You don't know that. You can't even tell you can't even tell me who your slavery ancestors' names. Like you can't even tell me they they their names at all. Like you don't even know them. You have no idea, bro. You know, there was black, quote unquote, as we call them Indians or Native Americans. They were black Native Americans, bro. You you might come from that. So that is not every black person's history, but that's what they teach us. You see what I'm saying? Like some of us are fully indigenous to this country. We were here before the white man even came here. Yeah, before the Spaniard came here. Cristobal Colombo was also an Israelite, looking for other Israelites. Now y'all gotta read the y'all gotta read more books, bro. Yeah, yeah, I mean, y'all call him Christopher Columbus. Yes, bro. Like, you got to really know about this shit, bro. This shit is serious. If you already in the know, once you, cause once you start knowing, you're going to always want to know more. It's too late for me to for me to get rid of all this shit. But I'm just wondering, like, I really wonder what my life would be like, what type of person I would be, what things would I care about, what things would I not care about if I didn't grow up with all this conditioning. If I didn't grow up being taught, told that I have three strikes against me in this country. If I didn't grow up with somebody telling me that I used to be a slave, I come from slavery, bro, slavery. I mean, here I am standing in America where I can run up and down the street like it's nothing and scream, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you're telling me that at one point I would have been, you know, bound to a plantation screaming, yes, master, yes, master, yes, no, nah, get like, get the fuck. Do you know what they see? White people don't understand when they hear conversations like this. Like, I want some of y'all who have white friends that are like, you know, good white people or whatever like that. You play this for them. They've been looking like, what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't even have no idea what it feels like to be told, like, like the, like the mental, like, breakdown that you go through hearing something like that. And then especially when you hear the details. Like, you know what I'm saying? And those are still our people nonetheless, but I'm just saying, like, you don't come from that. A lot of y'all tell me something. I'm Jamaican. I'm Jamaican. Oh, for how you Jamaican? Oh, my um, 
my mom and dad, you know, they were born and raised in Jamaica, and so was they mom and dad, and so was they mom and dad, and so was they mom and dad, and so was they mom and dad. Okay. Yeah. And then, then y'all start talking about slavery. Mm-hmm. We was down here in the South getting whipped. You, do you don't see the cor- the lack of correlation here to what you just told me to what you're telling me now? What do you mean we? It ain't no we. It ain't no we. I don't want to claim that shit. You know, you, you know what I'm I was glad as hell when I really did the math. And I was like, oh, shit. And then I talked to my mom recently. I didn't even know. I just found this out. Because I used to always wonder, because people always would walk up to me and tell me I was Ethiopian. Every time I go, especially when I'm over there in Clarkston area, the, the beautiful Ethiopian women, boy, let me tell you, fine-ass Ethiopian women be walking up to me, just talking to me. And then even the men be walking and talking to me in their little language and stuff like that, all welcoming and shit. Maybe giving me free stuff. And I'm just like, bruh, I'm not Ethiopian. So my mom tell me we from India. We might root back to Kush, you know what I'm saying, which is Ethiopia, but like, no, you know what I'm saying, like, a nigga, you know, to my knowledge, we don't have Ethiopian in us. So, you know, like, that's what people don't understand, though, when a lot of the Ethiopians, and that's why I feel like, I, I feel like me personally, I think I come from, like, m- mental royalty. I think my ancestors... And this is just what I think. Let me just talk about me really, really, really briefly. I think my ancestors were from Ethiopia. And they they probably went through Egypt trying to obtain the knowledge that Egyptians had. And, you know, know, back in those days, the next best thing was actually India. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of, of, like, they, they say... Jesus Jesus went to India at one point in his life and obtained a lot of knowledge too. The next best thing from Egypt was 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 India. See, Egypt had what they had going on because they was messing with extraterrestrials. You can call them angels, you can call them demons. I'm just going to say extraterrestrials because they weren't they weren't human. That's why they had a little advantage over other people. And anybody anybody who denies that is a fool. I'm telling you, this is a fact. The proof is in the pudding, right? India was another and very enlightened place. To this day, people travel to India to learn a lot. It's a lot of knowledge and wisdom out there in India. I think that my people went out there, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Because Ethiopia at that time was having wars and all kind of bullcrap going on. But India was a place of kind of like peace, bro. And um, you see, the Bible don't really talk about India like that because simply not because it didn't exist back then, but because the Bible was about, people don't forget, the Bible is a story of the, of the Israelites. Indians weren't Israelites. There were probably Israelites who went out there at one point, but they weren't, they weren't Israelites. But I feel like my people went out there to get knowledge and they, they, they probably stayed. And if you stay somewhere long enough, shit, you basically one of them. You probably even start to look like them a little bit too. Y'all ever notice that? So, um, you know, like then, you know, fast forward years and years and, you know, generations later, then come my people who then, for whatever reason, came to Dominica. You see what I'm saying? Probably, probably, probably came over in a transatlantic, you know, slave trade or something like that. And, you know, got dropped off in the Caribbean somewhere. I don't know. But I do know that by the time it came down to my granddad, they weren't poor. My mom didn't grow up poor. You know what I'm saying? My granddad, my actual granddad, you know, he was basically second second in command damn near to the prime minister of that country. 
So, hey, <laughs> you know, he was like a Freemason and everything. Like, you know, like, yeah, like he was a real big dog. Like my mom said he had an office in his office. He could see everything in the building, like in the whole, like basically like their White House. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like she said that she used to get escorted to school and stuff like that. Like and she don't even like to talk about it. But, she, you know, if you ask her, she'll she'll tell you a little bit. Here and there, like I've had to gather my my mom's history over the course of like twenty years of my life. Like she could have just told me all this shit when I was young, but she, you know, dragged it out. It's just you know, it's good to know who you are as an individual. I think more than trying to put yourself in the place of black people, because then you just start taking on problems and traumas that they don't exist for you. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, once again, man, just to keep it on more on subject. I really wonder, you know, what kind of person would I be? What kind of hangups in life would I have? How would I deal with white people? How would I deal with black women? How would I deal with other black men? If I didn't grow up being told all the shit I grew up, black on black crime, you know, and, and, and you know, versus being pro-black and, 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 you know, oh, the white man, the CIA sold us crack. I've never even smoked crack. I don't have any crackheads in my family. I didn't grow up in a neighborhood that sold crack. My neighborhood that I grew up in, yes, they were black neighborhoods, but they, we didn't have crack in them, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? People might smoke some weed, you know what I mean? Like, that was, and got drunk, but we didn't have, I didn't grow up around crackheads, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I really didn't. I'd be lying to you if I told you I grew up in a, a crack neighborhood. I, I didn't grow up in a crack neighborhood. Had my parents not left New York in the Bronx? Maybe, but... Or even over there in Decatur when we first came down here, where they were staying at over there off Glenwood and stuff back in the, back in those days, yeah for sure. But at the age of of, of 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 when I started retaining memories, no, like I never lived in that ever. I didn't start living in neighborhoods that had crack in it till I was an adult. By then, I'm already indoctrinated into whatever I'm indoctrinated to. You know, and I'm already, you know, saying have my installation. You know, like it. No, like you telling me about the CIA bringing crack into our neighborhood. Like all this, all of this stuff. Like I really wonder how I would deal with the police when I get when I when I have been pulled over in the past. You know, how would I judge or view black women? Would I have as much resentment towards them? Like you know, what I'm saying like would I have as much resentment towards the other black men? Would I have as much dehumanizing towards them because I've had to force myself to not dehumanize black men I had to tell myself that's a trick of the of the master of the enemy you know what I'm saying I had to force myself naturally that's how it was you know what I'm saying that's why you have more mercy for white people or other people than you do black people you when a white person come to come to you with a on some on some shit you actually see them as a human so you you know you start to think more logically and more emotionally, more so, really emotionally, you're like, oh, you know, man, all right, he do owe me money, but no, he said he just got fired. Black person, bro, I don't hear all that shit, bro. Where the fuck my money at, nigga? It's been two fucking weeks, bro. Nah, fuck that. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about no job, nigga. You know, we don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if we didn't grow up with all these things being pushed onto us in our music, our movies, our, our schooling, you know, and the books that we choose to read and the stuff that we outsourced from and on our own free time you know if our parents weren't teaching us certain things in the household if you know just the list goes on you know what I'm saying like how would we run through life then because i'm telling you right now the black kids that i know that are fully in bliss 
and I mean, shit, some of them in damn near in sheer ignorance, they don't get in trouble. They don't, they don't, they don't get in trouble at all. They, they, they always bounce back when they take a loss because they don't spend time thinking about, oh, it's because I'm black or, you know, or whatever, or the white kid. They just shit work to get a little bit better. Okay. They understand for the most part, they have to work a little bit harder than everybody else, but at the, for, that don't bother them. Like, cause they don't think about it like that. You know what I'm saying? They just think about it like, well, I guess, you know, his parents have more than I have. My parents have, you know what I'm saying? So they try to work very hard in life to make sure that they have more than the next parent so that their kids don't have to go through that race that they're going through. Like, you know, um, we, you know, as, as, a, as black, uh, those, those type of kids, my friends that are grouped like that, they're different from us, bro. Like I hear way less excuses from them. I hear way less complaining. They're very just kind of in the gray area about a lot of things, which keeps them out of a lot of trouble. It keeps them out of a lot of heated debates. And, you know, they don't seem to deal with they don't seem to deal with even half of what the average black person has to deal with. Now, you take them and put them in a certain situation, they're not going to know what the fuck to do because they don't. So there's 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 definitely a double edged sword. However, you know what I'm saying? Like the average day to day stuff that we all go through as not just as black people, but as humans, Americans, they don't deal with them the same way the average black person do. I say average black person. I'm not even, I'm not even talking about just a hood black person or a, a, um, a ghetto black person. I'm talking about just black person, whether they grew up in the burbs or not. You know, because you got black kids who grew up in the burbs that are mad woke. Like, because their parents teach them this stuff. They may not see it in their community, obviously, when they go outside and there's and there's the white lady jogging down the street with her dog and the white guy up walking the street with a coffee waving at you. But in their household, oh, they're probably more woke than some niggas who grew up around nothing but black people. You know what I'm saying? So it's all about what we're taught and what we're brought into and then what we actually go for and try to learn ourselves. I know, I know black kids who, you know, they grew up suburban. They've never struggled a day in their life. Systematic oppression, systematic racism doesn't have anything on them. Like they got into the schools they got into because of who they are, not because of affirmative action or anything like that. And at the end of the day, they are here crying every time somebody die on TV or, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like they all, they real complaining about the white man and white people. And even though most of their friends are white, you know what I'm saying? They probably don't even date black men or black women, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's because they go out of their way to read all this stuff and they just put themselves in all the, the shoes of all these stories that they read about. You know what I'm saying? They just, and it just hits them all at once. Good. To them, their whole life, everything was bliss until they probably got to like high school or college. You see what I'm saying? It was all, you know, peaches and cream until they picked up one book and was like, wait a minute, we used to get hung on trees. You see, y'all see, do you see what I'm going? So it's like, I just really wonder like the, 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 the bliss of the kids who don't pick up that book and don't decide like, like, um, if you watch this show, man, you should, you got I, I always advise black people to watch this show. And there's going to be certain scenes you're probably going to be like, oh, God, Tommy, why did you send me to watch this bullshit? But overall, overall I think you should watch um, several shows. Uh, definitely these main show I was about to say was Dear White People. I want you to pay attention to the character Sam. She's the main character. She's the light-skinned girl with the big curly hair, real pretty girl, right? Pay attention to everything about her character. 
watch the whole show, especially, you know, the first season, and just pay attention to her character, okay, to how she deals with things and how sensitive she is about certain things that she has chosen to be sensitive about. Life didn't throw this in her lap. Her dad is white. Her boyfriend's white. Just, just, just watch the show and you'll see for yourself. You know what I'm saying? That you have a lot of black kids like that. And sometimes those black kids get on my fucking nerves. You know what I'm saying? Like those black kids, like this, this, the Sam Whites of the world, I think because that's her last name, if I'm not mistaken, is white. You know what I'm saying? They get on my nerves. They get on my nerves just as much as white kids who grow up decent, but they want to go go start selling drugs, get tattoos all over their face and body, join the Bloods or Crips or whatever, or become a GD or something, go to prison and come. Like, bro, get the fuck out of my face. Why would you choose this shit? We're trying to get away from this shit, and you're trying to come into it. Like, there's the same type of cringe, skin-crawling, ugh, you get on my fucking nerves that I deal with with those white kids that act like that, that I deal with black kids like Sam White. So y'all, y'all go check it out, man. And, you know, just, just let, just think about it on your own. I can't tell you whatever, but I want you to just really take this episode and take the time and just think, just really think. I mean, it's too late for you now. But just just think about the future generations. Like, should we continue this cycle of making sure they know everything about everything or just let them just grow? And if they grow up and they want to pick up a book and find out about it on their own, that's cool, fine and dandy. And I'm not saying to hide it from them, but just don't tell them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, because when you think about it, right, what like, like on some real shit. I know some people will hate me for saying this. I know some people will hate me for saying this, but just that's because they won't ask themselves this question. They refuse to ask themselves this question because y'all love victimhood. What is the benefit in 2021 for a young black child to know about slavery? For you to tell a young black child in 2021 about slavery. Something that you didn't go through, your parents didn't go through, your grandparents didn't go through, and your great-grandparents didn't go through. What is the benefit of telling a young black child right now about slavery? Now, I'm not saying hide it. But what I'm saying is that what's the benefit of sitting your kids down and telling them in 2021 about slavery? Honestly, before you answer that question, I mean, really take 30 minutes, take 30 days if you need to, and really think about it. Really, really think about it. Because I know some of the things some of y'all would say, well, if they didn't understand buck breaking, they won't understand some of the stuff that's going on today. Okay? What's the benefit of them knowing about these things? How is this going to make them a better, more productive, progressive person for themselves and for their race, for their community? How? How? How is it going to make them a better person? 
What what benefits come from that? Telling them that they used to be slaves and they were hung from trees and beat and and hosed and what 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 comes from that? You see what I'm saying? Like what what comes from that? Let me ask you a serious question too. Do you think that white kids, when they're when they when they're being raised, their parents tell them that they used to enslave people and beat people and hang people? They don't tell their kids their dark side of their history. And I get it. Some of y'all are gonna say, Well, Tommy, come on now. That's a little different. Being hung versus hanging, it's not the same thing. At the end of the day, it's a dark side of your history that shows that you really ain't shit. It's a reminder that you ain't shit because you would run around getting hung, run around in slavery, or you would run around putting people in slavery. Either way it goes, you ain't all what you think you are. Some, some people call something like that humbling. It's not humbling. It's degrading. You think white parents are like, hey, son, I need to sit down and talk to you about your history. Now, I'm not saying I did this, and I, you, you better not ever do this, but we used to hang people. We used to hang people, and we used to slavery people, okay? We would whip black people, and we used to call them the N-word. What the hell was the N-word? Nigger. They say it all the time in their music. I heard it all the time. Nigger, 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 nigger. No, that's, well, you know, just a little bit. It's different. When we say it, it's nigger. When they say it, it's nigga. Like, you think they do that shit? You really think white people sit around telling their kids that shit? Then you wonder why white kids be running around here the way they be running around here. Because they bliss. They're bliss. You say, oh... No, they need to know. They need to. Why do they? Why does a Why does a white kid in twenty twenty one need to know that his ancestors enslaved people over damn near four five hundred years ago? What do you mean he needs to know? Why does he need to know that? He ain't doing that shit. He'll never be able to do that shit. He is never gonna be bold enough to step up to a black person and try to take him into slavery, and we ain't never gonna be pussy enough to go into that shit. So why the fuck do we need to know anything? What you mean we need need to know what? It should be a should know, not a need. It's not a need. And twenty and, and no longer is it a need. It ain't ever gonna happen again. We're not going for that. We'd rather die. Or kill. We're not going for that shit. So what what do you mean it's a need? What they need to know right now is what's going on with all this COVID and shit like that. What they need to know right now is what's going on out here with everything else. That's what they need to know. They need to know the, the long-term effects of Percocets or something like that. I don't know. That's, that, to me, is more important than, than slavery. Something the person that's teaching them about it never went through. Show me some pictures of slavery. It's your boy time to be a raw sex and I'm out.